welcome everybody to another Angry War Gamer podcast. <laughs> um, it's just me and Drew again today. So, um, quick heads up: if I'm, I don't see some so high energy for everybody today, it's because I do have the COVIDs. Well, I'm on the second week of it, so uh, it's kind of out of my system, but uh, still dealing with that. So, yeah, what's up with you? <laughs> And my, apparently, it's bedtime. What the fuck? Why do I have my alarm set? <laughs> anyway, how's everybody doing? <laughs> no, for real, I want to, <laughs> why have my alarm set? All right, let's turn this shit off. All right, here we go. Oh, go away. Nobody likes you. <laughs> oh, jeez. I've been waking up at like fucking 11 o'clock in the afternoon. Why is my alarm set for three in the morning? <laughs> I have nothing important going on. <laughs> anyway. Oh, we missed a week. It, it, today is, uh, what, um, what is today? I don't even know what fucking day it is. November 14th. November 14th, we've had both systems launch. We've had, um, Assassin's Creed come out, the new Miles Morales game come out. We've had Commander Legends technically dropped in pre-order status. We've had a release, a pre-order today of the second season of uh, Blood Bowl for Games Workshop. I think that's really it. That's pretty fucking meaty, though, if you think about it. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. And obviously within like the next week or so, there's more coming. Because the full release of the PS5 across the world is the 19th, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, so that's coming. And we're like, what, two weeks away from fucking Thanksgiving. So <laughs> we had a lot, we've had a lot of shit. <laughs> I ain't even fucking uh, right. No, but... The fucked up shit is the fucking scalpers. I know we talked about it. We've been talking about it a fucking a lot lately, but it's been fucking up everybody from Pokemon to fucking uh, PS5 to Xboxes to fucking Walmart servers to fuck, man. Everybody. Everybody's getting fucking hit with scalpers. I hate them all. I hate them all. Oh, and to make it very clear, fuck Logan Paul. And if you ever hear this, I will fight the shit out of you, you motherfucker. <laughs> don't don't get into something and say, oh, I learned a lot about this. No, you learned from one fucking guy who fucked you, who inflated an entire market, who who's fucking messing up little kids now because you wanted to be like, oh, I learned a lot about Pokemon. And when I do something, I do it all the way. Like, I wanted to become a boxer, and I became a professional boxer and filled the Staples Center. No, you didn't. You fought a fucking YouTuber. You fought a fucking YouTuber. You were not a professional boxer. Go fuck yourself. And you said this was going to be low energy. You fucking liar. <laughs> I, I, I can't do anything small either. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck, dude. But, like, seriously, uh, Pokemon is getting... Oh, no, no, we had another release, too. Yu-Gi-Oh! Just, their maximum gold just dropped, too. 
And they're, yeah, they're having that. yeah, they're having fulfillment issues on that too. Um, or they just didn't print enough, or it's a special set. I don't know enough about that to really talk about it, but I know it dropped and it piqued my interest because they reprinted a lot of shit: Blue Eyes, White Dragon, Monster Reborn. Um, they gave some um, what's it called support to some of the uh, old Egyptian god cards. Which was really cool. Yeah, no, I've been slowly learning about that, so that was kind of cool. That that also dropped, and you, the news you of Orlando should definitely you in Orlando should definitely uh, talk about that more because I ended up giving my entire collection to him, so that's that's his bread and butter now. <laughs> I have I have zero Yu Gi Oh cards. <laughs> I just want to clarify. I don't know shit about Yu Gi Oh. I just kind of fucking soak in all the info. Um, and then apparently another game's dying. Uh, Force of Will, I just learned, is dying. Yeah. Um, it, it's, uh, if you're talking about the thing that Burke was talking about, um, I think I think it's more of a local thing. I don't know regionally how that's actually going. But, uh, yeah, I don't have a fucking clue. Because, I mean, if you look at the website, they still have, like, Grand Prix and stuff. That's like saying Star Wars Destiny is dead. Um, it's if you play it, you play it kind of thing. It's kind of always been that way. Same with like Weiss Schwartz and fuck. There's probably, and then obviously there's a new game coming out that everybody's promoting flesh and blood. Um, that one looks super fucking expensive. What the fuck's going on with that? Yeah. So it's less cards in a booster box. So it's like, it would be like buying the Commander Legends and you're paying about the same, but they have already an inflated secondary market that's just fucking insane right now. Like, they already have cards. Like, I think they're on their, like, second actual release of the game. And they have cards that are worth as much as, like, 100 bucks right now. 200 bucks. No, I take that back. They actually have some up close to the $500 range right now. Good Christ. So, yeah, we. I mean, it's been a fucking crazy month, man. Like, November hit, and no one has any money, and they're like, nah, fuck it, we're pushing all of our products. I'd be fucking careful with that if I were them, because that could bite them in the ass. Badly. Well, flesh and blood. Well, supposedly everybody's dropping magic... And moving more towards Pokemon because of the fucking bullshit Logan Paul. And then other people like Alpha Investments are moving into Flesh and Blood. But I think there's... I think there's like a second reason for him to do that. I don't think that he's just like, no, fuck magic, I'm going into this. I think he's... Honestly, I think he's getting paid to do it. Or he has some sort of monetary uh, incentive to be doing it. Oh, no doubt. Especially because Rudy doesn't do anything without making some kind of money on it. Yeah. So. Yeah, no. Um, PS5's Walmart decided they were going to do a live website release where you could purchase a PS5 online off their website. And obviously fucking scalpers again caught them, shut the fucking system down, and everyone's selling the shit for uh, double the price. So if you want a PS5 right now, you're going to pay $1,000 if you don't fucking wait. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. I already got into it with local people on Facebook and stuff like that. I, I've been calling them out. Be like, everyone's like, oh, it's going to be $1,050 for the new PlayStation with the disc drive. And I said, how about I give you 500 No, that's what I paid for it. I said, exactly. <laughs> and I hope you fucking sit on it and lose your money. <clears throat> um, so those conversations have been fun. And then obviously um, Pokemon when I want to start buying cards again and getting into it and not necessarily, I'm not chasing anything. I just kind of wanted to play the game is now almost damn near impossible unless you want to buy some shitty set because you have baseball card guys going in and buying everything off the shelves and then reselling it for a 50% markup. Like I, I just paid um, 65 for the Marnie box and you can buy it on shelves for 50. So well, that's not too much bad of a markup from the, from fifty. So, I mean, fifteen extra dollars. I mean, that's not horrible. No, but at the same time, like, if I can't get into the store, like, I'm fucked. Like, you're not going to find anything at retail right now, which is stupid. Like, uh, Hidden Fates, those packs of cards are going at least for like ten, fifteen bucks a piece right now. Jesus. On eBay, a booster pack. We're talking about a booster pack, not. The, a fucking box, a booster pack. So, I, I I'm scared to see what the champions path boosters look like. So, well, I'm glad I don't do that and play the play fucking Pokemon anymore. I gave most of my stuff to my kid, and he barely even looks at it. He yeah, wants before, to play, but he wanted to start playing just before the goat closed, and you know can't fucking run games. Anymore. They closed it. Oh, because of COVID. Yeah, that's what I mean. They're not doing any live event. You got me all excited there. I hate you. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Uh, <laughs> hate owner for the goat. <coughs> yep. Uh, fuck the gaming goat. I'll put that out there on a podcast, too. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, when we say support your local game store, we do not, I do not mean the gaming goat. <laughs> um. Yeah, so fucking scalpers are fucking killing it for everybody right now. You got people calling GameStop saying, giving fake names to try to see if they could sneak in for um, stealing somebody else's pre-orders. Like, it's fucking insane right now. But um, the other flip side of that, too, is that the PlayStation, apparently, if you drop it the wrong way, will just fall apart. Uh, Your cat will knock it off the entertainment center. The thing will just split in half. Uh, you've got the Xbox who had to put out a um, fucking Microsoft had to put out an announcement saying don't blow vape smoke into your fucking console. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah, that really happened. So that that you know that video of smoking Xbox that's been going around. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, the system doesn't it doesn't actually go burst into smoke. Um, somebody blew their fucking vape smoke into it. Oh, Microsoft. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, Microsoft had to put out a announcement saying, <laughs> "Don't blow vape smoke into your <laughs> fucking console." God, fucking morons, dude! I, I'm telling you. <laughs> 
So, um, yeah, I, if I, I, I wouldn't get into it at all right now. If you're looking for a PS5 or an Xbox, I'd say wait till summer. I'd say I'd wait it out. Enjoy the games that you want to see. Like right now, if you want to see somebody play them, there are streamers playing them, like the Miles Morales game, which kind of got um, it got some shit, but not a lot of shit. And I don't even know why I, I feel uncomfortable saying that it caught shit because it's Miles Morales, and if you complete a certain mission, you get like a BLM like suit. And then there's a big banner behind him. And I don't know why they caught shit for it, because the fucking character is black. Like, (laughs) what? (laughs) So, you know, whatever. Um, Well, this goes back to our conversation repeatedly that keep politics out of fucking gaming overall. Yeah, but if if you do a certain... If you do a certain mission, and I forgot what the mission was, but the mission is kind of tied to, like, the politics a little bit, which it's fucking, I mean, it's Miles Morales. Like, the kid didn't grow up in, like, the best household, <laughs> and he's he's an African-American immigrant, <laughs> a child of an African-American immigrant, like... I, I can, I'll let the game slide. Like it's not like in your face. It's not like promoting an agenda. It's literally here's a, a group of missions you can do. Here's a suit that you get, and he just happens to be standing behind or in front of a wall that says Black Lives Matter. Like it's not like in your face. <laughs> so, dude, with everything going on, people are hyper fucking critical of anything involving you know, any I'm- kind of political bent. And, and it, I know this isn't—I know this isn't an isolated incident with COVID, but it's even more pronounced and more galvanized now because of that. And oh, I think yeah. people are just don't, people just don't get, when when it comes to that kind of shit. I think companies just need to not do that at all. I know people want their companies <laughs> to have a politi- political stance, unless that's your business. I see no reason for you to inject anything anything necessary into that. Do I care personally myself? No, I don't give a fuck. But I'm doing this. My statement is, is why would you do that? If if your objective is to reach as many people as possible, you shouldn't try to alienate as many people as possible in the process. Now, I don't know who the fuck that would alienate, but people are apparently ass hurt about it. So I think they did it the right way because they didn't game off of that. They didn't come out and say, this is what's going to happen. You know what I mean? They just kind of put it in the game and you have to find it. That's fair. It's not a... You see what I'm saying? Like, I, I think that's fine. Yeah. But, like, you've got games like... Oh. I don't know. You've got games like Assassin's Creed. Um, speaking of, I still haven't picked up Valhalla. Even though... I'm hearing it's good. Dude, I hear nothing but good things. But I can't get to my PlayStation right now, so... Access to the <laughs> I'm literally isolated in a bedroom. <laughs> I'm fucking 37 years old living in my own hospital room. <laughs> Quite literally. I have an adjustable bed base. 
I have <laughs> fucking medical equipment down to pulse oximeters and fucking blood pressure cuffs in my room. <laughs> like, I literally live in my own hospital bed. The only thing I need is the IV tray. <laughs> you ain't selling me on that, man. Not interested. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's only because I have to stay away from everybody. Obviously, we don't, the family doesn't want to get sick, whatever. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. It just was right right before like a fucking busy season too. Like this is my last time to like actually have chill days at work and I'm probably gonna end up going back to work in fucking shitstorm Christmas season. So anyway. <laughs> yeah, for real though. <clears throat> I've lost all like sense of time. Like I couldn't even like I had to literally look at my calendar to tell you what day it was. <laughs> Oh, did you know to get to the Tournament of Power is four complete days of streaming Dragon Ball Z Super? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I started at episode one, made it all the way to I haven't finished it yet, <laughs> but I probably could have finished it yesterday. Um, yeah, in case you were wondering, you need four straight days of streaming Dragon Ball Super to get to <laughs> the Tournament of Power. Ah. Uh, Anyway, um, so yeah, um, the fucking scalpers are just fucking ruining everything for everybody right now. Oh, and here's the other funny thing. Do you, did you hear about the shit that's going on with Twitch right now? Oh God, now what? So remember when Twitch, um, I think this happened within like the last month. They basically told people to delete their old streams because, uh, people are getting DCMA strikes. And removing, like, their whole accounts are being removed from the system. And um, now, it it's not just music people are playing in the background or music they're playing on stream. Now, you can be DCMA'd for the music in the video games. Good fucking Christ. Yeah, so now there's, like, um, there's a huge thing going around where nobody's going to stream Cyberpunk. <laughs> Because, you know, Cyberpunk needed more bad press. <laughs> so now everyone's talking about not streaming Cyberpunk because uh, Twitch literally came out and said, uh, play the game with no in-game sound. Because, <laughs> you know, that's fun. <laughs> but, oh, my God. Between that and fucking uh, a bunch of uh, people who were putting out uh, uh, royalty-free music, fucking copyright striking YouTubers. This is starting to get really fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's getting pretty fucking bad. So I would never want to be a fucking Twitch streamer. Beginning that, and the middle of the of their fucking apex. I don't want anything to do with that bullshit. I think we're about to see the end of Twitch. I really do. It it, it people like a lot of these companies just don't want to fucking deal with streaming as it is unless they're unless they're fucking uh celebrities like major ones or fucking uh um the professional gamers they just don't want to no fuck them especially because a lot of those streamers if uh, this goes back to a problem i've always had with it with youtube gaming and streaming as a whole from a from a game from a, a business standpoint if you make a video game you want people to buy that video game 
Why the fuck would you let someone put out the entire content for free? Like, I don't ever have to play a game ever. I can watch someone play long play any RPG I want, and you know how much I spend per month? Whatever the fuck it costs for me to pay for YouTube Premium, and I don't even need that. Fuck your YouTube Premium and your free Stadia. Fucking son of a bitch. Free Stadia <laughs> and free Nest Mini. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're just trying to film it out with oh, Google products, and I'm not going to argue. No, they must have cut a deal. I don't... Actually, you know, um, after Dr. Uh, Disrespect got cut from Twitch, YouTube gaming has gotten much bigger. So I, I have a feeling that... Um, well, honestly, since Twitch got bought out by Amazon, it's kind of been downhill for Twitch. So I think... Um, other people are going to, I think YouTube's going to start pushing their thing. And um, obviously they want to push the Stadia because I honestly, I don't even know like how the Stadia even plays. I really don't. <laughs> I have no clue, but I have no interest in picking it up either. So, oh, that was the other thing that released. The other release is the um, uh, Nintendo Game & Watch. Yeah, did you get that? Because I didn't. I didn't either. It's fifty bucks. I almost bought it yesterday. Um, well, I was at Target when when the the release date was, but I didn't want to waste my fucking time trying to grab it because it felt like it, it felt like a waste of time. I have too many portables that can already play that game, or and many other games. So I don't. I feel like it's just kind of a sh it's shelf candy. No, exactly. Yeah, I that's what I was gonna get it for. It was just to have something to display. Because uh, I'm, there's no way I was even going to take that out of the box. It's literally just for collector purposes. I dig it. So, yep, yep. Yeah, I, I only hear good things. I've been playing a shit ton of Pokemon. Um, I just caught Rayquaza, Guzzlord, and Dalgia. God damn it. I had a chance at uh, Cartana, and I saved the raid because my son asked me to do so. And because for some reason, when I when I talked to uh, Yini uh, or whatever the fuck her name is, um, she over she over overwrote my uh, um, my Cartana raid, and I'm like, fuck! Now I can't get it at all. No, oh, no, you can still get it. Oh, I know. So if somebody has the Cortana raid, I can go with them and catch it then. No, you still have an option of, of running into it again. You I just can't. So. Don't fuck with me because I've already missed out on a couple. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I, not like I really give a shit either way. If there's anything that I had to worry about in that regard, I own every legendary. Mundane and shiny. It, it just... I don't, but for me, it's just, I'm trying to follow through on a lot of the questing built into the Crown Tundra anyway, so. There is. I need to do more, I need to do more Dynamax Adventures at some point. We need to do more Dynamax Adventures, you bored fuck. I know, I know. I You made me look this up, because <laughs> now I'm, I'm fucking, okay. All legends will appear until you recruit them. And if you release any of them, you'll be able to find it at the same place. Oh, that's kind of cool. Oh, wait. That, that is not correct. <laughs> Hold on. 
a sword and shield. That's right, uh, kids. We're Jason paranoid about losing out on Pokemon. Yeah. Can you encounter legends twice if not caught? Regarding legendary Pokemon, you will be able to re-encounter them if you didn't win against them or choose not to take them with you if you did catch it. So yes, you can re-encounter them. All right. Well, I'm not worried about it. It'll just take a while, obviously. <laughs> Fair enough. You got me all paranoid. I hate you. Why are you fucking with me today? <laughs> Yes, because that's what I'm doing. I'm going out of my way to mess with you. This is a whole podcast of you just fucking with me. <laughs> I feel like Alex Jones now. I have to fucking <laughs> second guess everything I say. Oh, shit. What are we, we were going to talk about TCGs. Well, I, I, mean, I guess we could Commander talk about... Legends. Yeah, I guess we could talk about Commander Legends, because... Yeah, let's talk about Commander Legends. Because there is so much fucking good in that. And everything, I mean, everything else we've already kind of talked about is like, it's, it's stuff that's released. Um, and I 100% think that if you're going to get into a next gen console, you have a better shot of getting an Xbox at this point. Get the Xbox. And then if you're going to try to grab a PlayStation, literally wait till summer. It's not that important, people. Um, I know you want to get the shiny fucking shit for your kids for fucking Christmas, but literally wait till summer. You'll have a way better chance of getting it. And if there's anything actually fucking wrong with the system, you'll probably have it fixed by then. Plus, every game that's released out like right now is basically shown up for both platforms, for the PS4 and the PS5, except for Miles, I think. The Miles Morales game, I think, is PS5 only. No, they got it for four as well. I was at Target. They have it. Oh, they do? Okay, well, cool. Maybe I'll pick that up for the four, too, then. <laughs> There's no reason to rush in right now if, just, if the games are being dropped for both systems. If you do get the uh, Steelbook edition of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, though, it gives you a free download for the PS5. If you take that disc and pop it in the PS5, it'll give you the PS5 download version. Um, That's pretty cool. Later on, though, it's not released yet, but later on, it'll give you that. So, like I said, you know, if you buy the Steelbook version and you get a PS5 midsummer, you still have the game to play on that system. Yeah. Yeah. Being an early adopter on those systems is one of those things that I just, unless I get a really sweet deal like the leasing program that they have through uh, Microsoft and GameStop, I'm not going to fucking go out of my way. In fact, I'm thinking that's going to end up being our being a uh, the Christmas gift for my son for for Christmas because he's he's been wanting to get into the Xbox for a bit because he has friends who play Xbox and Mike and play PC games so there's a bit of a crossover and I don't have a yeah, problem because he's already got an account for it anyways. Did you did you see the other thing too with uh, Xbox and PlayStation? They're they're they congratulated the, each other on the releases. Seems pretty sportsmanlike. Wonder where the wonder when the daggers come out. I honestly, I think Xbox after the whole Bethesda buy, 
I think they're really, really trying to push the cross platform with everybody. I truly yeah, believe that. Yeah, but if you're PlayStation, you don't give a fuck. Look at look at them. Even the improvements they made aren't aren't even fucking anywhere near where Xbox is with like Nintendo Switch and the cross compatibility there. No, but that's what I was saying. But I think PlayStation is playing nice because Xbox owns a big chunk of the market for software right now. This is true. We'll see what happens. I, like I said, yeah. you're not wrong. At the moment, being an early adopter for these things, unless you are a streamer or you're a bigger YouTuber or middle-range YouTuber where you absolutely need the newer hardware for review purposes, there yeah, is no fucking job. Exactly. Yeah, if you if this is an tax write off, don't fucking waste your money. Right. Exactly. There's no between point the bu- between the bugs and the fucking patching and all the other firmware updates and shit and vape smoke. Apparently, you just you just don't need to fucking deal with that shit. And and like you said, any games coming out are likely cross platform backwards are already on previous generations for the time being. So just kind of. Clench your butthole, wait for a bit, and then bend over and take it when you're ready to buy it in the summertime. Exactly. Exactly. And it gives you an extra fucking six, seven months to save up the fucking half grand for the fucking system. Well, if you want the if you want the disk drive. I honestly well, you need the you, disk drive you, if you you need the disk drive if you have the steelbook edition for Assassin's Creed. Like you that disk drive is gonna be important. Ugh. I got nothing on that one. If I well, next generation, I think I'm just I'm I'm just out on discs at this point. I mean, if I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go for the one S, go for the Series S, and just just start saving money for the for a solid state uh, memory expansion. And just fucking call it a night. Yeah, I think if you're really gonna do anything for Christmas this year, if you don't already have one, or if you want to do an upgrade, it's stick with the Nintendo Switch. Like, if you already have a Nintendo Switch and you want to try to do something else is upgrade to one of the special edition ones that, obviously, you know, they come with the game and they got the cool skin to them. And then stick with that. Because this is such a weird time. Like, I have to buy for a 13-year-old, going to be 14-year-old in, like, you know, December. And I don't have no idea what to get him other than fucking V-Bucks for his fucking Fortnite game. Like, <laughs> it's a weird time because it's like he doesn't, he's not that I need the new system, I need the new stuff. I don't know. There's no there's no reason to rush, even with Christmas coming, especially like half the people have been out of work and things are going to start tightening up again. It's don't don't go out and spend a half grand. Don't, don't go out and spend a thousand dollars because that's what they're going for right now on a fucking new system. Wait it out. Enjoy the family time, and and don't fucking try to rush into the new gen. hundred percent agreed. If you, if anything, I would look at this as an opportunity. If you already have an existing gen console, like a PS4 or uh, any of the Xbox ones, fucking start buying up a lot of the later um, software because a lot of that shit's getting getting cheaper for Christmas time. And you can probably get some games that you missed out on over the course of the past couple of years for next to fucking nothing. And you have shelf candy. So I'd rather it, it, it sensibly speaking, wasting your money on, on, on the newer systems, unless you don't, unless you have some kind of incentive to do so, you're better served spending it on 
apps, either, you know, updating your, your, uh, online programs for the systems you already have like playstation one or fucking xbox live whatever you ever need to do or game pass or get cheaper yeah. software from gamestop or wherever whoever's selling it on ebay if you don't want to go gamestop because everybody has their preferences and if you're dead set on spending a fucking thousand dollars on a next gen system go buy a computer just go buy a computer you can get a very good computer like we t- you can get the bare minimum for cyberpunk we set it here for like twelve hundred dollars just if you're going to spend a thousand dollars on next gen buy the fucking buy a pc and and enjoy the games that way couldn't agree more sir yeah. So anyway, I'm gonna jump into Commander Legends because I am already, I already, I'm already at half mast already, just thinking about it and talking about it. <laughs> I'm gonna go look through here while you talk about it because there's been so, so much good and like just nostalgia, art, just stuff for Commander. That it's like if you're getting into Commander right now, this is the set that you want to buy, hands down. Cool. 100% sir. So, all right. Commander Legends is a is a non-standard set that uh is releasing next Friday. Uh the pre-release was this weekend. It was started on the 13th. They do it for the whole weekend like they do with most pre-releases. They didn't have any pre-release kits this time around. Kind of weird because Battle Bond and Modern Horizons did have pre-release kits and they did have foil stamped cards whatever don't care maybe maybe it was a supply issue maybe they just didn't feel like wasting the money i don't know this fucking set is fire that's all i'm gonna say going forward this is the gold standard that i'm going to hold every non-standard set going forward that isn't a fucking master set it's fucking gorgeous and not, and just like every other non-standard set it's not a full 36 pack booster box it's fine 24 is fine all the all the master sets, all of the specialty sets were under 36 boosters, and I never felt like I didn't get my money's worth regardless. And I'm not one of those individuals who gives a flying shit about um, th- that kind of stuff. So not going to really argue with with the value I got. So I cracked, I, I cracked a full booster box this weekend, and it was fucking majestic. Each pack came with 12 to, 12 to 13 commons two to three uncommons basic uncommons and then it came with a rare or a mythic and then it came with a uncommon rare or mythic uh um legendary and then an additional legendary so on a good pack you could potentially pull up to three it looked like i had a couple that were full three rares not including the guaranteed foil you get out of each pack so that's not fucking bad at all. Out of a 24-pack box, I had five Mythics and uh, 33 Rares. Out of the 33 Rares, I had um, two Foil Rares, and a and one of those even was an Etched Foil, which is the new feature that they have, and is extremely expensive online right now. Holy mother of fuck. dude i have an etched uncommon that's almost 10 fucking dollars 
Well, here's the thing, because this is something we should explain to everybody, is the commander set, like, not the set, the commander game, the way it's played is 100 cards, individual, you cannot have multiples of any of those cards in those in your deck, sub-land, basic land. Um, so you really only need one of every one of these cards. Like, that's all you need. So you don't need to have multiples of, you know, fucking, what am I looking at right now? Planeswalker. What's your name? Tavesh Zat. <laughs> Doom of Fools. Wow, I picked a good one, didn't I? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you don't need multiples of that. You only need one for your decks. And even at that point, you only need one for your collection because you can create different decks by mixing in the different cards. And not every card in here you're going to need. So this this set is probably the perfect way to get into the trading part of the hobby, get into um, just the collecting part by get, getting rid of like the extras of the stuff that you do have. So the, I, all I got to say is if you're a fan of the art, the art is awesome. They do do the full art on the collector's packs, but you don't even need to buy that. You don't need the collector's packs. You can buy a, a draft box like they call it and that'll be perfect and the price point is not insane you're looking at 120 retail for a box for the draft box and you have very similar odds of getting the stuff that you want you're not going to see like the full art cards necessarily as much as you will in the collector's boosters but you're definitely going to get something it's very true and in a lot of cases like the entire box I open, I didn't have any repeats on my uh, rares and on my mythics, which is fucking phenomenal. That very, that never happens. There's it, so it, it, many it, though. There's literally so many rares and mythics. It's insane. Oh, this oh, is a beefy yeah. set. This is a beefy set. Oh yeah, I've already gone. I've already the booster box I had had pretty much everything that I wanted. I'm already lined up to trade with a friend of mine, uh, one of the mythic rare plane, mythic rare uh, um, legendary creatures that I need. Because whenever I get into a new set, I always go and buy up the legendaries because those are the ones that I really care about. Unless there's a card that absolutely has some monumental value for a deck I need, I don't really give a shit about the, you know, the bread and, the bread and butter uh, commons or rares and uh, mythics. Uh, unless I'm playing, unless I'm going heavy into Popper, which I usually do on most of these sets because Popper is a fantastic format. <sighs> Gotta love me a legacy format that doesn't feel like it's robbing me blind when I play it. <laughs> and that's not to say, you know, anything of the hundred plus fucking commander decks that I have, but, you know, that co contrasted to the, you know, $25 Popper deck with a sideboard that I can build, I'm not going to fucking say much. Wow, they they literally released. You could buy if you bought this set and got a Horizon Stone. You got your diamonds. You got, you know, they literally reprinted all of the fucking staples. Oh yeah, all the They're staples you need for Commander. Like you could literally buy two of these boxes 
and probably have a decent base for a deck right now. Uh, at a least fairly two decent base. Yeah. I yeah uh, yeah I would definitely say two. You could buy two boxes and have fifty percent of a deck. Not to mention all the, not to mention the amazing legacy reprints like fucking Vampiric Tutor, Mana Drain, which is a two hundred and fifty dollar card that's now dropped to like eighty right now. Fucking Ring, Scroll Rack, Scroll Rack is still in the fifties right now, but it's still not bad, dude. What we were talking about fucking last time, the goddamn Jeweled Lotus is sub one hundred now already. Right. Yeah. It's already dropping down. People are saying it's going to plateau at about 50, which, you know what? That's sensible. That's a good, yeah, but that's a good price for a card. A lot of people were just, it, it was the hype, and I think people just got wowed by it because it was like, holy fuck, this thing's powerful. It's like, yeah, unless but it's not as powerful. It. But it's not as powerful as people are making it out to be. You can only use it for your commander. Yep. Compare, but, compare uh, that to fucking Soul Ring. Soul Ring is a one cost mana rock that taps for two colorless. Still the gold standard for the fucking commander set, uh, commander uh, format. Yep. And it's an yeah. uncommon. <laughs> it's just it's it's crazy. Like this set is just so good. So good. It it is. I I pray I will praise Watsi on on the level of care that they took in crafting this and the guy the 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 mastermind behind this the guy who's in charge of uh, who's in charge of uh, creative endeavors for them Gavin Verhi I tip my hat to you the only question I have had and I will always have when this set came out and if I ever get a chance to ask you I will is the prismatic piper card you printed why in the great tumbling hell did you not give it the ability changeling that was a missed opportunity, and I'm just saddened that you didn't go through with it. Because man, I just looked at that card too. What the fuck did it do? <laughs> it, when, it, when, it, when you when you reveal it, you can choose a color, and it comes in as that color. It could basically be any color identity for a commander deck that you want to. Its primary purpose is for commander drafting, but you can use it in regular commander and still have the same effect. But if you gave it the changeling effect ability, which states that if it has the changeling. Uh, um trait it has all creature types like that's a that's a that's a miss for in my opinion so have you checked out the rules on the partner ability i fucking love the partner ability i really do dude with the amount of mixing and matching you can do and they actually reprinted all the old uh partner commanders from commander 2016 those things are so fucking expensive the problem is when they were printed them, they were printed them as etched foils only. And those things are so fucking expensive right now. But what it does is it's dropping the price of the original foils from 2016. So right. a lot of those cards will probably end up going down enough where people can buy in on the old ones. Like because they reprinted uh, one of the old 2016 commanders that isn't a partner that was really expensive was a card called Atraxa. That thing was up in the 40s and 50s for the longest time. They reprinted it three times. And I ended up getting the 2016 version of the foil for under for uh, under 15 bucks. Where the fuck is his name? Somebody brought the somebody brought it to my attention the other day. It's the fucking goblin. Uh, Kark um, the Thumbless? Yeah, he's like an O2 creature. Oh, no, no. No, it's Cobalt. It's uh fucking Rogok, son of Rogok. 
Yeah, where the fuck is his card? <laughs> trying to he's find a, He's a zero casting cost uh, kobold that's a zero one that has trample, menace, and I think one other tra- other ability. He's a partner. And, and he's a partner he commander. <laughs> he's a partner. Yep. Legendary creature. First strike, menace, trample, partner. He's a zero one for zero mana. <laughs> yep. There are, oh, people who already, there are people who already formulated fucking combos with him, so that's fucking awesome. I know, I know. Dude, the amount of customizability, cool. the amount of customizability because of all the partner commanders that they've put out is fucking through the roof now. Oh, yeah. I don't even care that you can't have Planeswalkers as commanders unless it states on the card. That doesn't even bother me anymore with the amount of legendary creatures that you can have. Oh, they finally stopped that nonsense? Well, no, uh, because this set has two already. It's got Je- it's got Jessica the Thrice Reborn and uh, Tavash Svat, um Doom of Fools. Both of them are pretty good, but the problem with, com- the problem with Commander uh, Planeswalkers is you lose a lot of the versatility of having a creature. Because with, mm-hmm. with a creature, if all if everything if everything goes up and goes up into shit, and you lose all your strategies, at the very least, you have your commander creature to you know swing in for damage at least or defend. Your your planeswalker doesn't really do much other than have abilities, and you only get one of those once a turn. So it, it kind of it's not as exciting. But with uh, Jessica and uh, Tevashsat, they're partner commanders, so you can have them with another cre- like a creature. So the right. the customizability is there. You can have a planeswalker and a creature now. So that's that's still fucking phenomenal. And there's still a decent amount of planeswalkers that are commander viable that still can function in the format. Hey, is Nimrus a reprint? Who? Nimrus? Una's trickster. No, it's not. It's actually a new creature. Huh. Dude, I, he looks really he- familiar. That's why I was asking. Dude, remember uh the old remember way back when during Magic's history, the uh the old artifact that uh you could crack and destroy all creatures, artifacts, and enchantments, Nevenural's disc? Yeah. They have Nevenural now, the actual creature. Where is he? I you know, I probably skipped past them. I'm like quick Dude, looking I, at the I think I'm gonna build a deck over or around Hans Ericsson. I guarantee I'm gonna do it. <laughs> do it. He looks so much fun. And they don't. And the the fucking color combo on it is not my playstyle, but I fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, there's a card uh, called Obe- There's a card called Obeka Brute Chronologist. A pe- I saw now, it. I- Dude, she can end a turn. Now, what value that has? There's a bunch of alt cards from a while back that do. Uh, they give you extra turns, but you lose at the end of turn. She basically can make stuff like Final Fortune and Last Chance uh, just an extra turn without any drawback. Because you basically go, well, yeah, because you just go, I'm ending the turn, which means that all effects that are currently on the stack or would trigger are exiled and cannot affect me. Oh, there he is. Urbog uh, Tyrant. Hexproof yep. from artifacts, creatures, and enchantments. Jesus, fuck. <laughs> He enters the battlefield, create a tap two two black zombie. Holy shit! So this guy and where's the other card? I fucking I found it uh, yesterday. Where the fuck's his name? Is it Tormod? Yep, Tormod. Yeah. Whenever one or more creatures leaves your graveyard, 
create a tap two two black zombie creature. Yep. Dude, there's so much. So much. I this set is just fantastic. I really like and then the art, like look at this one. This one's an uncommon card. Honor all uh Wolvid Familiar. Just fucking looks cool as shit. Yeah, I can't wait. And the the guy I follow who does uh budget commander builds, uh his name is Mitch. I've known him for since twenty eighteen. He's and, the um empty uh, quarters, quarters, right? Commander quarters, that's what it is. Yeah, like I can't imagine he didn't look at this and just have just just his heart skip a beat. He's like, Oh, the possibilities are endless. Dude, every every YouTube channel that talks about magic is freaking out over this. I mean, they have every right to. Cause obviously we are. Um But like, man, I've I have not seen hype. This set has overshadowed the next set that's coming out. Like the the where are they going back to? Uh, um, they're not fuck. going back anywhere. They're going to a place called Kaldheim, which is actually a new place. No, no, no. There's another one too. I thought they were going back to. Fuck. That's not until, that's not until later. Um, I think it's Kaldheim, and then I think uh oh uh, pl- uh time spiral. They're de- reprinting time spiral. Is that what it is? Yeah, so like that news is been a thousand times overshadowed by this set. That is insane. It's just insane. Kel, I thought they were going back to Keldesh. No, they do. They're doing that for Arena, and they already did. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, they did a. It's called called. It's called uh, Kaladesh Remastered, and it's not going to be all the things. It's just going to be a. It's going to be a. Uh, Handpicked selection of cards along with some other shit. But no, we got uh, the next thing that's coming up is the uh, Commander Green Collection in December. And uh, if you don't think I'm at least getting one of those, you're fucking insane. Because, uh, <laughs> no, dude, look it, look it up. Look up what's in the Commander Green Collection and try not to have a, have half a chubby when you look at it. Are they releasing um, the Commander decks this year, too? They yeah, the uh, the well, they already did the yearly one. They did that at the beginning of the year for Ikoria, and then they did uh, and they did additional uh, two commander decks for um, fucking uh, uh, Zendikar, and they're doing it for uh, Commander Legends. There's two more decks for that too, which actually has some good cards in it, and it's supposed to be only twenty. Wait, are you? This thing is just oh shit. You're getting a command tower. A green theme command tower. Freyless. Yeah. Bane of Progress, Omnath, Seedborne Muse, Soul Ring. See, this is what I don't agree with. You don't need to put the Soul Ring in. And you don't need to put the command tower in. You you forgot the most expensive card on there. Keep going. Oh, no, no. I'm looking at both of them right now. The Sylvan Library and the Worldly Tutor. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Trust me, I was getting there. <laughs> Holy ah. shit. At current, Sylvan Library is sitting somewhere near the $50 to $60 range for crappy versions of it. 
worldly tutor all tutors right now if they aren't above 50 dollars, there's something incorrect going on and that fucker is up there like all the original mirage tutors are so this shows up is available at your local stores december 4th 2020 it does not give you a price on this it, they don't have MSRP anymore, which is a bullshit thing, but they're doing it because of the different regions have different MSRP uh, ranges. They just said, fuck it. They're just not going to put it on there. My but problem these with eight that cards was, can cost you 80 bucks right now. No, more than that. If you took the entire retail of all the cards in there, if you went on TCG Player and bought them individually, you're looking at somewhere in the ballpark between a buck 20 to 200 dollars for all those cards that's what i'm saying for eight cards that's insane that's why fuck dude they fucked up man they should have never done that they should have never fucking done that we just got done singing their praises and the moment we look at it it's just like oh what the fuck are they doing yeah that's the problem now and that's one of the major headaches that everyone has it's like well there's no msrp yes Unless it's sold at a big box store, at which point they're going to sell it for their own suggest their own price, and that's the price that a lot of places are going to go off of. And the ones that don't, well, they're not going to sell their shit unless somebody just that fucking desperate to get it goes out and scalps their shit. Huh. Let me see. That's why twenty. That's why 20. That's why fucking. That's why pre-ordering through an LGS is the best way to get a lot of that shit. And those those collections, those are all going to be LGS only. So you're better off just going on that shit and getting it. Okay, so Commander 2020. Do you still have those at sale? Yeah, they're, they're the yeah they're the Acoria deck, Symbiotic Swarm, Ruthless. Dude, I when I when my basement flooded when we first moved in, I lost one of the Commander decks. And it was um, it was the vampire one. Oh, that one was a good one too. I know. I was fucking pissed. So, but no, yeah, these are good too. I like getting you, you buying one of these and then buying a box or two of the new set. Like you're golden. You are so like good to start with whatever you got. As long and as long as you're willing to do the legwork. There are ways where you can play Commander, Paper Commander, over the internet. I'm not willing to jump through the fucking hoops at the moment, but at this point, yeah. I, I, anybody who wants to take the take the chance, go fucking go fucking balls in. I'm not gonna set up a fucking webcam or do some weird ass box, you know, MacGyver rigging to try and get that shit <laughs> to work. I don't care enough. Yeah. For me, I'd rather wait it out, especially with you know the the alleged rumors that we should have a vaccine by fucking next March. I, I I'm assuming that's what's going to happen. Oh, they've already announced the 2021 five new commanders. Yeah, but they're not going to go any further than that. Then again, with their luck, considering the Commander Legends uh, cards ended up getting fucking leaked like a month and a half before it was supposed to be spoiled. I don't know. We'll probably hear about it quicker than you think because that they're. Uh, I think from now on they're releasing the uh, the five pack, the the fiver uh, commander decks, the ones that cost like forty bucks. They're releasing those at the beginning of the year, like quarter one from now on, and then they're just going to do little smatterings of commander decks throughout the year with the smaller ones because 
The Zendikar ones are actually pretty fucking affordable at $20 a piece. Oh, really? Yeah, and they still come with good cards. They're just not as saturated with rares as, like, the $40 ones are. That's crazy. So, yeah, hey, no. man. They Dude, do, do some good stuff. When they, when they do good stuff, that's smart. But when they take away the MSRP on fucking eight cards. <laughs> well, it's on everything. They, they, the MSRP has just gone all across the board. Yeah, but, but when you're releasing eight cards, like, the, what are they, how, much was, how much are the um, secret layers? Uh, yeah, anywhere from $25 to 70 Why do you ask? Well, when they purchase straight from them? Yes. Jesus. How much did they charge for the Walking Dead one? Was it 60 Yeah, it was 60 with shipping. So if they charge $60 for those eight cards, I can't be mad. But that's not the same. The secret layers... And you, they still sell them in a parallel to way, the way the secondary market works, except for Secret Lair, except for uh, Walking Dead, obviously, because they were literally creating cards out of nothing. But right. the other ones, they basically, if you like, they had a Secret Lair that had um, uh, the Rav, the uh, the Ravnica, no, the uh, Theros gods and <laughs> the original Theros gods and foil right. with the constellation art. And they were going for, I think, individual ones were going for thirty, and you could buy them in a block for, I think, um, like a buck twenty, buck fifty. Jesus. And that's all. But it's all the Theros gods, all the monocolored oh. ones, all of the multicolored ones. That's everything for one hundred and fifty bucks. And at foil and for those, it's actually not terrible. I only bought no, the black not. one because those are the only ones I was missing from my collection. So, and I'm still missing one or two more. I still got to get, uh, uh, I think, uh, Xenagos and um, I got to get the original Thassa. And I think that's, I'll have all of it. Nice. That's not bad. No, I it's gotta not. I got to go through my stuff. I just have to figure out what I got and what I don't need. Well, I think I, for you, especially because you want, you'll probably end up flipping a lot of those for either money or uh, store credit, wherever. Stuff I need. Ooh, Urza dropped under thirty. Damn, son. Dude, a lot of those are getting are, are look getting lower than you'd think they'd be. Obviously, there's ones that are still way too fucking expensive. But like, Urza isn't right now. Urza's not being used too much in the meta, and obviously, no one's really playing Commander in in person. So, yeah, it's also true. But it is what it is. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm kind of satisfied right now with the way the paper market's going. A lot of cards that I didn't wasn't able to get access to for whatever reason, I'm getting e getting e easier access to. So like, I got an Atraxa coming my way. I got uh, the other Titan from the Theros Beyond Death, Croxa. I already have Uro, and he's like forty bucks right now. I think he's actually getting lower now. God damn! What the hell? Sorry, I think uh, I think it's storming outside. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's been storming like on and off. Ooh. Well, I thought someone was moving. I thought someone was moving a chair up through the kitchen upstairs, but no, that's actually fucking. <laughs> that's actually thunder. Nice. But yeah, oh um, man, 
yeah, th- this th- th- this year is going to be pretty good. Now I have to talk to my uh, the LGS that I'm buying from for the because I pre-ordered the the green collection because I'm not turning down an opportunity to finally have an access to a legitimate <laughs> well worldly tutor or a real Omnath and a uh, um, a Sylvan library. I don't think I'll ever use the Sylvan library or the tutor, but I need the Omnath for a deck because I'm using a proxy right now for one of my decks. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> we don't we we don't have official tournaments and shit to go to, so we we've already said it before. If you can't get it, just fucking proxy it. <laughs> just nice to hang out. Yeah, no, I agree. It's that collector syndrome of- thing again. Oh no, it's a FOMO thing, definitely. I do not. I do not. It's. It, but again, we you you and Perp were talking about it during the interview. It's like we just have addictive personalities, and this is the crack that we've attached to. To be fair, I mean, it's not the most destructive thing you could be collecting. That's for damn sure. No. And so speaking of collector shit, <laughs> so GW is doing this new thing where if you spend $100 a month in their store, they give you um, a coin that pertains to the theme for the month. And there's a free miniature that you get. Man, did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. Fuck me. All right, whoa. Fuck you, Thunder. You can suck my dick. Um, yeah, so they're giving away those coins, and they're turning those coins into collector thing. You have to spend $100 a month there, and they give you a free miniature to the theme of that. So this month, it's um, Witch Elves. Or what used to be witch elves. They're giving away a miniature, a free miniature that you can just go in and grab. And then if you spend a hundred dollars, you get the coin and you get a book for the coin. And you can collect the the coins for the year. Jesus Christ. Yeah, dude, there's so fucking you know people are gonna do it too. The funny thing is though, is that I just purchased so they re- they released um Space Marine Heroes. And Space Marine Heroes is a set this is the third version is a set of um, like character models and they're all different and they're sculpted. They're meant to go in and you buy one. They're like eight bucks for one model, which is like you can go in buy like a blind box and get like a cool looking miniature. Um, they released the one for death guard, which is space Marine heroes three. What they do is they first release them in Japan and then they, they go like a whole year and then they release him to the rest of the, the world kind of thing. I don't know why they've done that, but they did it that way. So death guard released and people were ordering them from Japan. And I'm like, man, I don't really want to pay $80 and have this shit shipped from Japan. Cause that, I don't know if I'm going to get it, blah, blah, whatever. So I just waited it out. They released it. I ended up paying 70 for the whole set through the store themselves. Which, if you're an LGS, you could probably sell them at an even further discount than that. But, so it saved me like 10 bucks, Like, whatever. <laughs> but um, I'm thinking to myself, man, if I would have just spent an extra $30, I'd be able to get that fucking coin. <laughs> I don't need anything else right now. But if I would have spent an extra $30, I'm like, It's the little things. <laughs> no, for real. And the, the other cool thing too is that they're like a make your own paint 
uh, like box thing. So if you buy 10 paints, you get the 11th one for free or some shit like that. Or you buy nine, get one free. Damn. They're doing some weird things. And, and they're doing these um, patrol, command patrol boxes. I think they're command patrols. I don't know what they're called. But they're replacing their starter boxes with these. And they should have been doing this from before, too. So they've created the new starter box. And with the new starter box, they're putting in the codex. So now you're purchasing the codex and the miniatures for obviously a higher amount. You're paying $130 now. But if you look at the miniatures separately, you're still getting a discount on it. They're just... Some people are saying that it's like a... What is it called? Like they're gatekeeping the fucking game now because they're increasing the level of entry. <clears throat> Price of entry. That's the word I was looking for. So... But this is normal for them. They've always increased their prices. But to be fair, the models, if you do the cost on it, you're getting stuff for free, hands down. With, with those kind of things, consider, for me, I just, I'd, rather re- I'd rather read the novels than give a fuck about the, uh, the, the, the actual war game itself. But I love the yeah. flavor of it anyways. But if I was looking for a price of for for a price of entry like that, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I would have a problem spending a hundred and thirty. That doesn't sound too horrible. No, but here's the other thing too. If you look at that hundred and thirty price mark, if you look at the two player starter box that they release every year, if you go into it with somebody else and you buy the two player starter box, you are saving so much more money because that starter box is about the two player starter box is almost the cost of the one player starter box damn fair enough because if the people who are buying the one player starter boxes are probably people who start a new army so if you don't know anything about the hobby and you have a friend that wants to go in with you the two player starter box is way better deal way better deal i agree so plus they have other games like kill team and um, what else is there? Kill Team, uh, Underworlds, which is like a boxed game. Warcry, which is another boxed game. Um, there, there's ways to get into the game without full on spending money into it. Fair enough. So yeah, I don't know. Everyone's got to have something to complain about. So, what? <laughs> not me, dude. I got no. I got no. I'm not gonna make about about a chance to get into a uh, into a new hobby. If somebody wants to take that plunge, good on them. No, yeah, for sure. It's just it's crazy to me that uh, there's this month has been like. Specifically for me, between fucking paper magic, video games, and miniatures, like, holy fuck. There's so much that's happened in this last month. Well, if you look at it from a business perspective, they kind of don't have a choice. They have to go hard because people are having issues with financing and stuff. 
So if they don't put out the pre- the premier shit for people who are investing money in a game that may or may not have any intrinsic value to them down the line, they better damn well be putting their money where their mouth is. No, for sure. It's just that we, I mean, we've been talking about it for like the last like couple of, po- well, at least last podcast, no, last couple of podcasts about just this fucking November, like, here's a game, two days, here's a game, two days, here's a game, two days, here's another fucking game. Like, <laughs> the like, it's insane. And the only company that's been, like, Games Workshop has been probably the only that's stayed on their normal release schedule. They're just dropping some dope-ass shit on their release schedule. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, I, agree. I agree. And then Magic. Magic stayed to their fucking release schedule, too. And then the fucking Commander Legends set just took the cake this year. I don't think anybody's going to be talking about anything but that for a little Oh, no doubt. Absolutely no doubt. And then obviously Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, with their Magic... Maximum gold. That's what it's called. Maximum gold. I think maximum gold though is a specialty set because they have those same like you remember you said they have like those embroidered foils with the commander yep. legends. Uh maximum yep. gold is doing the same thing and everything in the set has a gold border to it. Yeah, they do that every year. It's an annual thing. Yeah, this year apparently has been the biggest for them because They've reprinted some of the older cards, like the Blue Eyes White Dragon, Monster Reborn, um, the classics, like the classic stuff. So, I don't know. I got to look up the price on that one. Because it's, um, I don't feel like it's out of, like, a weird, out of priced, priced range. Like, you know how with Champion's Path, which isn't like a real set, it's like, they put out an elite trainer box and like some other cards, but they released new cards in that set. Um, yep. That has skyrocketed because there's, they released it like a limited run. Scalpers picked it up and now they're re-releasing that stuff in January. I heard. So if you can't find your Pokemon stuff now, don't freak out and overpay for your. Shit. I did. And some other people are doing um, wait till January. And that stuff will be releasing again. Hopefully, the news of the re-release happen like catches fire and people start to calm down on their bullshit right now. Um, maximum gold. Yeah, I haven't looked at any of the reprints in those. The last time I bought a gold bordered set was just before I just before I stopped purchasing Yu-Gi-Oh stuff the first time. I mean, it's a cool set, and they come and they either come in full gold bordering or they're completely foiled, which is what I ended up get, which I got the latter at that point, and uh, it was it was fine, but I, like I don't, I don't care. Are there really only are these boxes really only thirty bucks? I think so. Uh, what? You you gonna get one? <laughs> the collector set, the set size, one hundred sixty two cards per box is thirty bucks. Nice. What do you get in this box, though? That is the question, isn't it? 
<sighs> Premium and gold technology. Each block, four packs of seven cards, two premium gold rares, and five gold letter rares. So you're buying 24 cards for 30 bucks, and they're all rares. And there's 52 premium rares and 110 gold. That's actually not bad. <laughs> Hold on, let me see if I can find a set list. Because I feel like this is something... Card list. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> right off the bat, Red Eyes Black Dragon. Blue Eyes Rack. <laughs> Look at this. Blue Eyes White Dragon, Dark Magician, Red Eyes Black Dragon. Um, I'm trying to see if I recognize Ash Blossom and Joyous Springs. Obviously, Monster Reborn, like I said. I'm just going by like memory, by the way. <laughs> Harpy's Feather Dusters. Harpy's Feather Dusters in this. Forbidden Chalice. That's just like the premium rares, and they have other rares too. Cyber Dragon Core. Yeah. There's some there's a lot of value in this set too. Four packs at 30 bucks, and you're guaranteed. Two golden rares or two golden uh, rare cards, and then the whole set's fucking rare. Like, yeah, this is not that bad of a deal to jump into. I agree wholeheartedly. Especially if you like Yu Gi Oh! There you go. This is for the Yu Gi Oh! fans <laughs> that we probably don't have a shit ton of. But yeah, so like every everything has had like a fucking massive awesome release this month. And I don't see Yu-Gi-Oh getting scalped, so we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> well, my my LGS had a decent amount of them when I went in there to pick up my box of legends, so uh I'm going to assume that they're going to have it, and I'm not going to worry too much about it for other people. Oh, yeah. You can buy five of them on TC, a pack of five of them on TCG Player for $105. <laughs> That's actually not bad. No, it's not. So it's like, yeah, there you go. For you Yu Gi Oh fans out there, Maximum pick up for the people who are fans and if you want some old decent cards i think that's worth it I th the blue eyes white dragon by itself has been like it's like things like 18 bucks out of that set so that card alone pays for your box almost so yeah this is a definitely a good good spot to start i mean you might feel ripped off at first because you're spending you're only getting four packs for 30 bucks but if you look at the value of the stuff you're getting, you're, it's it's worth it. Definitely worth it. 
The Jason yeah. seal of approval. Well, I mean, hey, every it, it seems like everything is a good value. <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> Minus the seventy dollar price tag on video games. I'm still adjusting to that. <sighs> Definitely adjusting to that. Anyway, what else we got? Now that we've fucking pissed. I swear to God, I will fight Logan Paul for fucking up Pokemon. You really got on that. When you fucking went off over the week about that shit, I'm like, holy fuck. You're yeah, because, it like you get, dude, the you fucking cards and disrespect to your family. Dude, okay, uh, a hollow Charizard back in the day, remember when it, it was going around, it was only 25 this fucking asshole, and I just found this out. This fucking asshole gets talked into, oh, if it's a PSA 10, you got to get PSA 10s of everything. Like, this is this, and this is that. Okay, PSA, let me be very clear. PSA, Beckett, and who's the other company? There's a company that do gradings of cards. They're a scale of 1 to 10. A 10 is a pristine, perfect condition. They grade it. They send it back to you you get it in this like fucking case that you can throw like a mile down the street and will not hurt this card. They, they do a good job. The service costs about anywhere between 20 to 50 bucks. If you pay for some of these companies, you can pay a yearly membership where you can send them your first 50 cards or whatever are free. Um, whatever you can get them graded. Basically you can use these same companies for comics uh, football, baseball, basketball, whatever type of cards or collectible thing that you have. So, this asshole gets talked into some fucking po- like collector guru guy who is some fucking bald ass douchebag that talks like a fucking snake oil salesman. Like you hear this guy talk, and you can instantly understand why he's fucking toxic for the community. This guy tells Logan Paul, like, all about Pokemon. Logan Paul, with his fucking ADD dumbass fucking punched in the head and dropped as a child brain, fucking goes, I want all the Pokemon cards from the first edition. So he starts buying all these expensive-ass cards. To complete, he does this whole thing where he goes and buys these or buys this Charizard and finds the, this guy that has, like, ten of them, which... He finds this guy because he was on an episode of fucking Pawn Stars because this guy tried to sell his collection on TV and Pawn Stars wouldn't take it. Logan Paul offers this asshole $150,000 for a PSA 10 Charizard. That is not the fucking going price for that card. So this asshole, not knowing shit about shit just because he wants it and he wants to get the money, he wants to get it from this guy specifically apparently because he has like four or five of them overpays and inflates the entire fucking market. Then you got people from the sports cards who have no investment. And there's literally just kids playing that want to play Pokemon. There's kids, children that want to play this who can't get stuff now because everything is being bought at fucking Walmart, Target, wherever, and being inflated by 50%. This is causing LGSs to raise their prices on these products too. So nobody is paying MSRP minus the fucking stores to get their shit. So, and then, was it, later, 
just in the last like the last couple days, like maybe over last weekend, he goes on his fucking podcast. I'm talking about Logan Paul right now, talking about when I do things, I I get things done. When I wanted to become a boxer, I became a professional boxer and sold at the Staples Center. No, we already went over this. You're a fucking liar. You're a piece of shit. You and your brother. Go fucking go to Japan and disgrace them with the suicide force showing dead bodies hanging from trees again, asshole. Nobody fucking likes you. <laughs> talks and then he talks about how, well, you know, there's I don't have I'm not done everything I need to impose. Yeah, you fucking destroyed the market. You destroyed the market, and when it finally collapses, there's a, gonna be a lot of fucking pissed off people. I'm I might sound like I'm pissed off now. Because I am, because you fucking ruined the market. But I swear to fucking God, there's going to be way more pissed off people. Cause you, and you caused it. You caused it. You and your fucking bullshit, fucking bald-ass guru guy destroyed the fucking Pokemon market. Now, I just want to be clear on this. The market was starting to get fucked up before, before uh, Logan Paul decided to uh, stick his head up his ass. You, but that's uh, why you a rainbow, if the rainbow Charizard him, never hits $500. Paul doesn't stick his fucking bullshit head in the thing. Okay, so since you and I both watch Alpha Investments, Rudy was talking about this uh, about, uh, I want to say, a year ago. And he was saying that a lot of... Uh, um, a lot of collectors are starting to shift into the Pokemon market. It's something to be aware of. It's not affecting the numbers just yet, but just keep an eye on it. Logan Paul was the catalyst. You're not going to hear me argue. But they were waiting basically for him to fucking... They were either going to wait for him or some other, you know, blown out e-celebrity or some major head to go and in, in try and invest in the marketplace so that they could all jump in at the same time. They're using him as a smokescreen to basically fuck, fuck up the market. It's not just him. He was the he's at the front of the vanguard. He's the one who's who's who charged in making the problems, but he wasn't the one who was put who was antagonizing the market further. So I don't no, want to and, and I'm not taking anything away. No, you literally have whales in the market now. This is what happens. This is this is why fucking you have to watch cryptocurrency. This is why you have to watch stock market. This is why you have to watch everything. Because these fucking assholes, what they do is they go in and they already have an investment. In they already have the the stock, the collection, the cards. They're holding on to this stuff. What happens is somebody starts something and then all of a sudden people need to have this. So what happens is the price inflates. So now you have all these guys dumping their collection. What's that going to do in the next year? Not even year, six months. That market's going to fucking collapse back to nothing, and you've just overpaid for that product. That sounds like a, that sounds like a them problem. Is it still shitty? Absolutely. But yeah, but you're killing stock right now. But you're killing stock right now for kids who generally just want to play the fucking game. Not everybody in the fucking hobby is a collector. Not everybody is in it. There are people that want to play the game and enjoy the game, and you're fucking ruining it for people. I agree. I absolutely agree. And and I'm and again like I said, I'm not on his side. I'm just telling you that there was a greater focus. There there were greater problems behind him. He was the smokescreen for the fucking 
collectors market who were starting to realize that MTG was getting too volatile and other collecting collectibles were not holding the retaining, retaining the value that they needed to. And they were trying to glom onto it. So this is, this is just a predicted affected move. And as you said, they're all going to leave it alone once it becomes less lucrative. Yeah. And let it happen. Let it fucking die. Kids yeah, no, are going to be able to pay, po- pay for Pokemon cards again, and they'll be cheap, and everything will keep rolling forward. I'm not going to get fucking pissy about it. I'm angry no, that I'm... it happened now because if it's it, it affects kids now who might want to play Pokemon, but it's COVID season, dude. Nobody's fucking playing anything unless they're playing at home with their younger brother. And if that's your concern, I'm pretty sure that they can find cheaper shit, and not any of them are really going to care about a GX or v or whatever fucking superpowered version but what happens is yeah but what happens is you're fucking killing a game that's what you're doing you're killing it like how long did it take basketball football baseball cards to come back eons dude after the 90s you're going to we're talking about tcgs if this if this type of shit happened to magic dude the fucking market would the game would be non-existent it would collapse so bad that there would be no game left. And there are many people who would be, who believe that that might be the best thing that, to happen. Because why the fuck is somebody making enough money off of a goddamn piece of petrified cardboard to be able to de- put a down payment on a fucking house? Trust I'm me. Agree. I'm, hard, I, I'm, I'm not... I've never been, and I never will be, and I've said it in multiple occasions, I don't give a fuck about the collectors. They mean nothing to me. They mean a squirt of piss in the rain to me because they are half the reason why sets that were never printed in great bulk to begin with end up becoming so fucking impossible for people to jump in on. They're the reason the fucking reserve list was created. And you want to know what really pisses me off about that? The reserve list would would have been fine if any of the sets that the reserve list covers had a great enough of the earlier ones had a great enough print run for anybody who had the opportunity to get in on them to get what they fucking wanted. Nobody could get, nobody could get legends when it came out because fucking stores. Cause you remember back in the fucking day, you couldn't, you couldn't for money, love or murder, get anything from legends are Ar- Arabian nights, alpha beta fucking the dark was pretty, it ne- was pretty next to fucking difficult to get to and antiquities. They didn't print enough, and they never actually reprinted any of it. They only yes, printed yeah, one run of it, and they printed what? Like a fucking warehouse worth of all of it combined. That was it. Yeah, I didn't have a problem with finding those cards because we had Glenn. <laughs> okay, I get it because he was, he was around back then, but I never went to him. I didn't even know he existed until after Dude was my... Selling- Dude was selling packs of the dark for like a dollar fifty at one point. <laughs> oh, may he rest in peace. He's been gone for years now. I know. I love that guy. That store was literally my first store. So, everybody, right, so for everybody people who don't understand, for people who who do not know what we are talking about when we say reserve list, the reserve list is a list of Magic the Gathering cards that will never be reprinted in order to preserve the value of the secondary market. The reprint policy uh, featuring the reserve list was first published by Wizards of the Coast on March 4th, 1996. 
and was revised in 2002 and again in 2010. So, yeah. what is on this reserve list? I have to know. Um, I believe the Mox um, the oh, Four Horsemen. Most of the stuff on the Four Horsemen are, and if anybody doesn't know what the Four Horsemen are, it's a lingo term referring to the four rarest uh, sets, the, rare, the four rarest expansion sets in Magic that were printed. Antiquities, Legends, um, The Dark, and Arabian Nights. Uh, so those Holy are... Shit. Ice Age made that? And Mirage made the list? Holy all the way shit. Up to, all the way up to Tempest, dude. No the Tempest block way. is on the reserve list as well. Stronghold, Exodus, and the Urza. Urza block is, I think, uh, I want to say the, uh, um, oh, what the fuck is it called? God damn it. The Dude, I used to have block. a dominating list. God damn, I'm looking. I used to have a. I used to have a Mind Over Matter. Sliver Queen. A Mox Diamond. Sliver Queen's like a hundred a hundred bucks right now. Sliver Legion is almost a hundred dollars right now. Um, the the two original those two original Sliver Lords are so fucking expensive for tribal. I used to have, a, I used to have Corpse Dance. Corpse Dance only jumped up in price recently. I don't know what the fuck happened. I think I think someone was diving deep diving into the reserve list to see what was there who that might have intrinsic value. Because Commander seems to be pushing a lot of the the price on a lot of stuff because no one's mana web. Fuck, dude! I used to have (laughs) I used to have a lot of these fucking cards. Yep. Ancestral knowledge. I used to have. Hold (laughs) on, let me see. What's on Mirage's list? Is Mana War on there? No, they reprinted the shit out of that. Oh yeah, they did. I forgot. Yeah, they really went patchwork with it. They they basically said most of all of these sets up till um fucking uh um uh, invasion block are all basically on the reserve. Actually no, before invasion. So the Mercadian block is last block that was in uh <clears throat> that's on the reserve list. Because everything after that was was reprintable because I know that because there was a bunch of cards from uh Invasion, uh, uh, Plane Shift, and uh, Apocalypse that got reprints. Yeah, I'm never getting rid of a card again. What the fuck, dude? I used to have a lot of these. It is what it is, man. I, I, that A lot of people, that's what ends up getting... The, your response is what ends up happening to a lot of people, and they end up pushing the the, the price of older cards that may not have any real value outside of it because they just go, oh man, I missed that card. I'm going to build with it. And then they bought, and then they go, and then like 50 other people like them do that. And then the market dries up on that particular item and the price shoots up into the fucking ceiling. Even if the card isn't that powerful. That's why, that's why a lot of that stuff, I just don't, I don't fucking mess with it. But I'm also looking for budget cards for uh, commander anyways, because I'm a budget builder. So, uh, like, not, I'm not looking for super rare, expensive cards because I don't really give a shit. If I do use like really, really powerful cards, I use maybe one in any given budget deck that I have, 
and I only have like out of the hundred plus commander decks I have, I may have five percent of them might be competitive viable or nearly competitive viable. It, I, I'm not going out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It's not worth it. The amount of money you would exp- that you'd expend for that shit would be insane. The last time I went balls deep on buying uh like expensive cards for MTG. I was trying to buy some of the uh, trying to buy the uh, the Praetors from the fucking Morphling. Yogmoth's will too. I used to... God fucking damn it. That card's expensive as fuck and it's a commander staple too, like a competitive commander one. Yeah. <clears throat> What's funny too is remember time back spiral, in the day I had a time spiral at one point. Remember back in the day um they had um the championship decks, the gold bordered ones. Yeah. Those cards are starting to go up in value too, because a lot of cards that are expensive, basic ones like fucking uh, opalescence and replenish that are like 50 and a hundred dollar cards. The they gold print. border ones are, the gold border ones are an eighth of that price right now. They reprinted force of will in, in those gold bordered sets. They were printed Force of Will fucking everywhere. There's at least three master sets that has a Force of Will in it. Did it completely kill the price? Fuck no. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't think so. It's still 80 to to $100. The older versions obviously are more expensive, but that's only because they're more expensive in, in near-mint condition. The lower yeah. one, the, the, the more destroyed ones tend to be even cheaper. <sighs> yeah, that, that whole thing is... Like, especially because Commander is a, is not a competitive. Oh, we love you. Man. There you go. All right. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't, I, uh, I never realized I flat out dropped. No, oh, I kicked you out. <laughs> well, it's fine, after too. You, after you stalled out, I kicked you so you would pick quicker. Yeah, it went wonky. It's fine, but yeah, like the two the two formats that I invested Ooh. in heavily. Exodus are, um, booster box is going for two thousand ninety. Don't look at Urza boxes; those will fucking make your make your heart burst out of your chest. Really, Urza Saga, dude. Yeah. The most expensive card in there is Guy's Cradle, and it's six hundred dollars. All right, let's take. There is a saga booster box. They're three thousand in Italian. <laughs> Imagine the fucking ones that are in English. Chinese. The empty box is forty four dollars. That's fucked up. <sighs> That is insane. Dude, you knew people were getting desperate when fucking Fallen Empire's boxes were starting to creep up. Oh, my God. Dude, nobody, everybody hated Dark, Fallen Empire's Legends. Nobody wanted those cards back in the day. And then all of a sudden, everybody was. Dude, I knew places, uh, Gamer, uh, what the fuck is it called? Uh, Games Plus. Games Plus back in 2018 had full unopened booster boxes of fucking Fallen Empire still on their shelf. 
Jesus. You couldn't give them away. They don't have any intrinsic value. The most expensive card in the in that set is the Rainbow Veil, and I think it's like fifteen bucks. <laughs> no, really. <clears throat> oh my god! And yet it's still on the reserve list. <laughs> I have one, but I have it for a specific deck. So <laughs> fantastic. Oh man. All right. I think we've hit everything for the most part. Yep. Uh, maybe we'll get back to schedule now. I was literally, like, I kid you not, fucking, there was a point in my life where I was like, just get the towel and piss the bed because it's just going to be so much easier than getting up out of bed right now. Like... <laughs> Oh, yeah, COVID, even in the mild state that I got at this time, I didn't lose a shortness of breath. It just it fucking fatigued the shit out of me. I believe it. So if you ever had the, the flu and you get that point in the day where you can't keep your eyes open, you don't even know what the hell you're staring at for the time that you are awake. That's what I had for a couple of days. And that's probably the worst I've had it. Well, I think the first time I had it when I was in the hospital for three days, I've had this twice now. When I was in the hospital for three days and out for six weeks with the shortness of breath, uh, that is like the worst case scenario. And then this, I think I've built up something that helped my body fight it this time because it was... Probably four days of a headache, four days of a temperature, and that was it. Like, that's all I had. And then the just drained fatigue that my body had. So, yeah. I should be back to work later this week. <laughs> Yippee. Yeah. All right. I think that is it for this podcast. To summarize everything we've talked about, fuck Logan Paul. Wait till the, wait till the summer for your next gen, and go buy Commander Legends. <laughs> that's uh, that's really what Commander Legends and Maximum. We'll go there. Go buy those, and um, yeah, find us on. Facebook at the Angry Wargamer Podcast. You can find us on Twitter. Myself, Angry Wargamer. Um, and then, yeah. And then, Drew. I know you don't have a Facebook. but uh, I don't have a professional Facebook, no. Um, yeah. I am Punktoast on Twitter. I'm also Punktoast on um, Instagram. Uh, if Orlando were here, he would give his credentials. Uh, Ragnarok Knight, I, be I believe, is his handle. At Harima is his uh, at for Twitter. Um, he doesn't have and a I Facebook. Flip. Yeah. I'll flip. <laughs> yeah. I always get those flips, damn it. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, and uh, Orlando should be back with us probably in the, ne in the next couple weeks. He was... Uh, 
just trying to get out and try and get some kind of socialization because he's been kind of stuck and cooped up. So I wasn't going to argue with him on that. Yeah. Hopefully in the near future, we were planning on doing it within these last couple of weeks with getting everybody together in the same room and, you know, recording with the, the fancy mics and everything. Um, hopefully we can get to that soon and we're not over uh, discord, but, but want to listen to us we are on spotify apple podcasts and podbean and we always post the links once we've edited the podcast to our twitters and to the facebook page so come find us come hang out with us maybe at some point i will share the discord and we can start a little community thing going but um yep Hopefully things start to ease up and we can start doing in-person type deals and we can get, uh, you know, people together and play some Commander or play some fucking video games or just be chill people. <laughs> yes. Or or shit, just start a, we'll just start a fucking picket line with fuck Logan Paul signs and um, have fun with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make a t-shirt now. Fuck Logan Paul. All right, everybody. Thanks again for listening. And remember, stay sexy, go fuck yourself. And if you're Logan Paul, just go die in a fire. <laughs> Good point.